Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, uh, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Foxworth. Oh, uh, yes, that would be weird. Nobody would expect that there. Although I've always said that's a great name for a town yeah sure uh anyway wherever you are in our great state if you're looking for a coffee every morning and you can't make it to startville or tupelo sort online and have it have it there in your home strangebrewcoffeehouse.com whatever kind of coffee machine you've got on the front counter we got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com including the k-cups and including the newest flavor the super awesome maple bacon pancake you gotta try that out if you haven't already that's a that's a great start to your day at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. For two locations in the Jackson area to serve you, they're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, they're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can only shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Whatever you're looking for, maroon and white, be it for yourself, your car, your tailgate, they have an incredible selection of tailgating stuff, uh, serving wear, grill gear. If you wanted to get some cool Mississippi State stuff, I saw a Mississippi State bottle opener today. I was like, that's actually pretty cool. It's it's like a uh, bottle opener, but it has a baseball bat handle. Oh, yeah. I've seen one of those. That's, that's cool. Pretty, that's pretty cool. With the M over S on it. It's, yeah. Check it out at Strange Brew. I'm sorry, at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Startville's flagship restaurant. They're the place to head for lunch, breakfast. Br- I'm sorry, not breakfast, brunch and dinner. Wherever, you, whatever time you're in Startville, there's always a good time to go to Restaurant Tyler, especially for lunch. Here in the South, we are we love our blue plates. We love our meat and three, meat and two. The best one in town is, and one of the best ones in the state, as far as I'm concerned, is at Restaurant Tyler. You just ask, ask for the Hey Dad special. Don't actually ask for that. They don't. They don't know what. I, don't know who I am. But <laughs> fried chicken, cheese grits, and a uh, mac and cheese. That'll set you right every time at Restaurant Tyler. You should try that one day to see if anybody's listening. <laughs> They're not. I'll just go yeah, I'll take the hate ad special. The what? Excuse yeah. me? Like get, They'd be like, get the hell out of here. We hate that guy. <laughs> uh, Priority One Bank, 16 locations throughout central Mississippi, ready to serve you. And when you need to make a financial decision, when you need to talk about a loan for your car, your business, your home, you get to talk to somebody at that bank that you know, and you don't have to worry about decisions being made outside your local branch. We always talk about eating local. We talk about doing business local. Banking local is a really big thing as well. And Priority One Bank is there to serve you. Look online at PriorityOneBank.com to find a branch near you. Download the Priority One Bank app. 
Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We're a little off today, but it is the Rumblings Day. Robbie down in the uh, near the capital city of, of our great state, uh, covering high school basketball as East Webster, as we mentioned just a moment ago. Or, or no, I guess we didn't mention it. You, you didn't hear that part, but don't worry about that. Uh, but Robbie is down there covering uh, high school basketball as the state tournament is, is starting to wrap up. And of course, he was at uh, he was in Pearl last night or two nights ago, I guess, as you're listening uh, for Mississippi State versus uh, Southern Miss, covering that game uh, as a media member uh, and not anything else. Um, but now it's Rumblings Day. We're gonna we gotta we gotta catch up here. So let's. I, mean, I gotta go way back in the mentions here. We have people angry about the baseball game. Oh, I bet. Yeah, we have. I mean, it's went from happy to, put... to angry to angry to happy. <laughs> A little bit of oh, just the just the the cycle of the Mississippi State sports fan. It's, it's nothing circle new. Circle of life. <laughs> All right, uh, Norman Nichols, our first question: Who advances further, pending both state men and women making the NCA? Men or women? So right now, I think the men would be like an eleven or a ten seed, whereas I think the women are like a nine seed. Which means mm-hmm. if they win, they're playing a one seed. So I yes. would say the men just based off of that. Yeah, I think the potential for the men is higher as far as you know beating be- beating good teams. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel much better about the women, like in that first round, than I do the men. Mm-hmm. But I think the the potential is higher for the men. I'm going to say the men. Yeah, I agree with you on that, for sure. Uh, Andrew Norwood, which SEC baseball head coaches do you believe could be a serviceable manager in the Premier League? Okay. Um, I'll stay out of that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. <sighs> I could see Dave Van Horn just getting mad on on the sidelines. Just, 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 just getting absolutely... Fuming about an offsides call, I could I could see that, or somebody's goal celebration, or, or celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely the Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Corbin is so, lawn. Corbin is so like logical and analytical. He could probably do it as well. Um, and then I'm trying to think: is there like a Mourinho in there? Somebody who's just like a character? Tony Batello. Vitello, man, would be a fiery, fiery guy. He'd be interesting to watch. So, yeah, that, that's one I, I could I could get behind. Also from Andrew, if you're able to have one professional, major sports professional franchise in Mississippi, which league is it and where in the state would it be? And we got to have an NFL team, right? That's what we want. Yeah, but it would be tough. And then, well, we're just going to move the Titans to uh, to DeSoto County. Okay. Simple. Just build a giant stadium in DeSoto County. We're just going to build a 60,000-seat stadium uh, outside of uh, you know South Haven and, and go from there. That's what okay. we're doing. Yeah. I would say baseball. Yeah. Oh, really? You like to have an MLB team? Yeah. Where? Uh, coast or North Mississippi, DeSoto oh. County area. It's got to be... One of those you know, Santa County areas is one of the fastest growing areas in the mm-hmm. South. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be a good spot. You know, close to Memphis, you have the, the people from Memphis coming over. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good spot. 
I think you're right on them with the football, too. There you go. Uh, Colton Watson, third today, Colton. You are slipping, my friend. It's two weeks in a row. I know. Ole Miss basketball won a game versus LSU to break a 56-week home SEC losing streak. Eek. Uh, what are some yes. other unfortunate streaks in college sports? Um, well, Columbia had the longest losing streak in college sports. It was like 80-something games in a row or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the longest losing streak in SEC streak. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know it off the top of my head. State State against Alabama is starting to rise up there pretty quick. As it is, yeah, it's a that's bad one. streak. That's a, what's uh, that'll be sixteen straight, 15, isn't it? 15, 16 straight, something like that. Yeah, LSU had that long streak against Mississippi State. Uh, where were they? Were what twenty one out of twenty two? So, but I think they, they were like eleven and eleven on either side of that, or something like that. So, yeah, just. 14 straight, I think, for Alabama. Well, the last time State won was 07. So, I mean, you know, in 08. No, I guess it would be 15. I didn't count 08. I forgot about that one. Yeah, 08, they, they won. In yeah. Tuscaloosa, yeah. 15 straight. Yeah. Is Kate and most Smith, of them haven't been close. Right. No, you're right about that. Is Kate Smith done as an ace? It feels like he hasn't done enough to lose the job, but others have done enough to take it. If yes, are we going Eintema Gartman Lofton or Eintema Gartman Sinjay? What's the order? I don't think I, I've I've been thinking about it, Robbie, and I agree with you now. I, I think Kate Smith is going to start on Friday. Yeah, I think you're going to keep the same rotation as you did last week. Yeah, if he really struggles this week, you've got to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, you've got to make a change there. But and at the end it, of the day, I think it might be Sanja that that takes over. I agree. After what Lofton did last, yeah, week, I think Lofton's just tweaking. he's kind of struggling with command a little bit, but I think he's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got that makeup you want. He's just he's having a little trouble th- consistently throwing strikes. I think Sanja is going to be a, a more consistent strike thrower. He might right. be your best option there. I mean, Kate Smith had a bad game last Friday, but he has been a consistent guy who's pitched well in SEC games. Yeah, you are. He hasn't been, he hasn't been great. Card. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't been great. And I don't know if he's a Friday night guy. Right, that's the issue. But in the past, he's been one of those that like. It's just not going to unravel on him. You know, he might give up a walk here and there. He might give up a couple runs, but he's not. He usually is able to kind of corral things. That Arizona State game was was really kind of a anomaly for him. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it hadn't been just incredible. It hadn't been just you know shut down or anything like that. But he hasn't just gotten just destroyed out there. Uh, he usually battles out of it. Something was wrong with him last week. Yeah. Are you more worried about the potential state showed on Saturday, Sunday on the bump, or su- and Sunday at the plate, or worried that games like Friday can happen? I'm a lot more worried about games like Friday because I expect Mississippi State baseball to be good. Yeah, so games like Saturday and Sunday are what I expect. When you don't have those, that's 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 weird to me. That's that's not right. So, okay, okay, well, there we go. Shelby Beach asks, which Chris Farley movie is the best, Tommy Boy or Black Sheep? Tommy Boy is much better than Black Sheep. Yeah. Black Sheep is underappreciated, mm-hmm. but it's not as good as Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is one of the all-time greats. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to think, is there another Chris Farley movie? Like One of mine, one of my favorites that never know. gets mentioned is Almost, Almost Heroes. Heroes. Almost Heroes is funny. Oh, my God, that is... It's really, really. That was, funny. I think, I believe that was his last movie. It might have been, but it, it's really, really funny. A lot of people like so Beverly Hills Ninja. I never got into that as much, yeah, but it's not as I'm good. a huge Chris Farley guy. Like, I, he yeah. he was a genius. Yeah. 
Luke Nichols asks us, what are y'all's thoughts on the new MLB rules to speed up the game and showcase more athleticism? Do you think it'll backfire on MLB officials or actually help grow the sport? I don't mind the, the rules about uh, the speeding up the game. I don't like that they've taken the shift out. Yeah, me neither. The shift, I mean, it's just a defensive strategy. You have to figure out a way to beat it. Yeah. I don't understand why why that's a problem. So if a team if a team runs a zone defense mm-hmm. that's keep, keeping you from getting the ball in the post, are we supposed to just completely do away with it because you're struggling against mm-hmm. it? I think that's stupid. I agree. I agree with you. If you if you are a hitter that has a tendency to do something, and a defense is taking that away from you, you've got to figure out a way to change that. If if a defense in basketball is staying on your right side to make you go left, that's not illegal. You know, in, in football, like in, in the air raid, if you're running the drop eight against the air raid offense, we're, we're, that, that's, we're not going to cancel that out. It's not going to be like an all-star game either if you're blitzing the quarterback. You know, in the all-star games, they don't let you blitz the quarterback. They don't do that in real football. I'll, I've always thought that was a stupid rule. Mm-hmm. Um, to to take away the shift, that doesn't make any sense to me. What other MLB rules is there? Is it just the pitch clock or? Uh I mean the ghost runner thing. The ghost runner. Yeah. No, I mean it's not a ghost runner, but you know they put the uh, in extra innings. They put the inter- in the like the international softball rules, like they put where the they guy put on the... second to start the inning. Yeah, I'm not a big fan like of that, that either. But I don't like that at all. And you know, I talked to uh, I talked to Chris Lamonis after the game and asked him about the pitch clock because I know state fans are really angry about the walking and it's it is you know unnerving. But if you look across college baseball, walks are up everywhere. Everybody's walking, guys. Southern Miss, who has, in my opinion, one of the better pitching coaches in the country, mm-hmm. is really struggling to throw strikes right now. They walked. Almost as many as state last night. I can't remember how many they had, but they had around the same as Mississippi State. They're mm. struggling the same way. I think this pitch clock is having something to do with this. It might. And Chris Lamont has kind of hinted at that. He had said he talked to some coaches around the league, but he also didn't make any excuses and and mention that you know they have to do a better job like working with that and the bullpens and uh, stuff like that. And they have been so. I don't know. I, I think some of the guys that are working fast anyway are have been some of the most effective. Like Nate Nate Dome has he mentioned Lane the other Martin. night that he's yeah he's mentioned this you know the other night that it doesn't really bother him. Yeah. So uh, also from Luke Nichols, rank these movie series: Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Harry Potter. I think you may have it there. To be honest with you, Harry Potter last. I like the Back to the Future movies. I do too. I, mean, I, I was never was really number one, clearly for me, and then Indiana yeah. two. Yeah, I'm kind of torn on that with Star Wars, but I like Star Wars. I don't know if that's if it's like one of my all time favorites. So you would have Indiana Jones. I mean, and I don't know about that either. Well, then, I mean, I mean that we only I, have our these I would, options here. Yeah. I might put Indiana Jones last. Ooh, I might do Star. I know, I know, but I like. I think Harry Potter is a great series. I never really got into it until like a few years ago, and now I love it. I would say Star Wars 
Harry Potter, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones. Oh, I know, I know. I All love right. Indiana Jones. That's a that is a good group. I'm just surprised. My goodness. Uh, Broken Fairchild wants to know. My daughter is going to be a great age to play some board games. What are your favorite board games to play with your family? My family doesn't like to play board games with me because I play for blood. I don't. I don't. I don't play, play for keeps. I, I play for keeps. Um, I mean, obviously, when they were little, you know, you play. There was a lot of Candyland and shoots and ladders happening. Uh, operation. I, I hated operation. operation. Hungry, hungry hippos was a was a big favorite in our house. Um, I like Clue. Clue is fun as you get older. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And you can't not, do it as kids. It's not a fun game. It's just not. It, 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 it's it's just not fun. It's not a fun game. That's one of those games that can be like never ending. They can be, exactly. And of course, like I said, if you got somebody who's competitive in there, it's just it's just a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, also, what is the most difficult position in any team sport to play well? It's quarterback to me. I mean, there's just so much going on that you have to process while 300-pound men are trying to kill you. Yeah. So, I mean... You get popped. Yeah. I mean, we, we literally have people saying that they, they want to kill the quarterback, like the defensive linemen and linebackers. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll tell you, like, I don't like quarterbacks. I want to hurt them. Mm-hmm. That's a scary thought, if you're yeah. a quarterback. Uh, Jason asks us if basketball season ended right now, are we out of the play in games and just in the tournament? It's very close. You know, state's net dropped five spots, which I guess I was wrong about net not being negatively affected by a win. Um, yeah, that one hurt. And then, of course, there was a big, there was a big shift last night with Indiana and Iowa. Iowa jumped up 10 spots, beating Indiana on the road last night. Indiana dropped down 10 spots, and that sort of tumbled everybody, but State going down five spots, Vanderbilt now feels like they do need to win that game. Uh, it's just sure. one of those things, like, I still think that Mississippi State holds their own destiny. Mm-hmm. You just have to win. That's, that's what we've been saying for weeks. Just keep winning and it'll take care of itself. Yeah, if you beat Vanderbilt on the road, hey, you're in. I promise you they are not going to deny a team that's won, what, nine out of 11 games? Yes. You've won, you, you would have won nine out of 11 you're one of the hottest teams in the SEC at that point. You're going to have four quad one wins. This one's a borderline quad one game, although it's going to be quad two. It'll be quad two, yeah. Um, it's going to be very difficult to deny Mississippi State that, and they should move back up in that you know forty realm. I think with a win. Great. Uh, also from Jason. With Alabama not handling the Brandon Miller situation correctly, has there ever been a team easier to root against? Uh, I mean, that's the thing. There's always there's always a good villain out there. There's been plenty of teams that like didn't suspend guys that they should have, and so that, Auburn twenty ten. Yeah, I mean, this is certainly one of not not that those are comparable situations. I mean, taking some money versus being involved in a murder. Are right? Cool. No, no, no. I'm just saying. But like, everybody, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just easy to root against some people for sure. I see yeah, I have found myself actively rooting against Alabama because of this. Yes. Oh, I would, that South Carolina game, I was locked in cheering for uh, for South Carolina. Well, it'd be one thing if it was just like, you know, if Nate Oates would have handled it better, you know, and he did come out and apologize or whatever. So, like, everybody was was kind of moving on a little bit. And then you have Brandon Miller coming out and doing that pregame mm-hmm. 
thing where he's getting patted down. Like you're just thumbing your nose at people now. Mm-hmm. You're making light of a situation where someone was murdered. Like that. Like to me, that's just that's just ridiculous. And nobody's going to cheer for that except yeah. for the people that all they care about is winning and um and deals at the Columbus Walmart and things like that and yeah. nice new trailer. Uh, last one from Jason. I just got out of Cocaine Bear. It was rad. What are oh. some non-superhero movies you're excited about this summer? You got one that stands out to you? I don't know what's coming out this summer. The ones that, that, that like... The right Flash the I've seen is coming that out, That superhero right? movie, yeah. Right. Um, John Wick, Chapter 4, comes out this summer. Uh, that's, that's, that's definitely one I would be excited about. What about Fast X? No, I, I'm kind of out on the uh, Fast and the Furious series. Okay, it's getting redundant. There's a new a new Indiana Jones coming out, or does that count as a? Uh... Oh, I would be happy about that. Yeah, Harrison Ford still. Yeah, yeah, still going strong. He has to be in his mid 80s. He is in his 80s. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, all right. Uh, next question, Mangum Cafe. How annoying are radios on motorcycles? There are radios on motorcycles. How does that work? Yeah, they do. they have speakers and stuff. Okay, and uh, you know they have like they have like you know Bluetooth. Like you can have these wireless headphones on and stuff like that, or you know something in your helmet. You've never been like right up next to a motorcycle at a stoplight and hear them blaring like Leonard Skinner. I guess I've just never noticed it. Yeah. So. Yeah, like I'll, I'll pull up next to somebody and hear like "Give me back that bullet" or something. I believe it. Just blaring uh, right next to him. Rank these smells from bad to worse. Sunscreen, sour milk, dog poop, skunk, roadkill. One of these is not like the other. Does sunscreen stink that bad? I don't mind the smell of sun- sunscreen. I don't like the sunscreen smell. Okay. I, I'm, I mean, as opposed to sour milk, dog poop, and skunk roadkill, though. When I smell sunscreen, like all I can think about is like, the guy like wearing the John Cohen hat that covers up like his entire neck and face and, you know, has freckles, possibly, you know, red hair, very, very light skinned, complected, uh, wearing socks up to like halfway up to his knees with sketchers. Um, I'm being really specific here. Yeah, you really are. That's what I think about when I smell sunscreen. I mean, I get that, but that is not in the same league as sour milk, dog poop, and skunk roadkill. It's like, you know, what's worse? You know, a pinprick to your finger, being stabbed, being shot, being beaten to death with a baseball bat. I mean, what is what would you want to pick in there? <laughs> not, not in the same league. Oh, or eating like a bologna sandwich. Like, that's in there. Yeah. Like, um, skunk roadkill doesn't really bother me that much you just kind of ride through and like 10 seconds sour later, milk is the worst one sour milk's got to be number one dog poop two then skunk and then sunscreen and then sunscreen big i, mean, I don't like the smell of sunscreen but i can deal with it yeah yeah uh last one from mangum cafe how different is duty noble at night it's definitely it's that de- when, when the lights are down it's it's definitely a, a little more intimidating yeah i feel like state like all of states, like big time wins have come at night. It feels like yeah, there, and maybe that's just because they play their big time games at night. But 
we've seen them get kind of rocked at times during the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's it is different. Yeah, that's just uh, sport. Outside sports are just better at night. Football's yeah. the same way. Yeah, there's no uh, doubt. We got another Jay in Baltimore with another one of these. Who is the worst person? Uh, but unfortunately for him, all of these people are the same person. <laughs> Throws a beer in the air after a home run. Thinks a school outside the state is arch rival. Believes their baseball stadium is better than the do. Well, that could be a lot of, of schools. Uh, claims football national championship from the 60s from obscure polls. Thinks the Landshark mascot is cool. Those guys are all equally bad. They're all the same guy. He left out threatens someone with his daddy's lawyer. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, let's let's. They're all tied for one. Yeah, there you go. Um, Corbin Scott, if you could only choose one baseball uniform to wear the rest of the season, which one would it be? It's definitely for me the classic white with the M over S. I mean, I just just keep it clean. The classic white M over S, like the. Like the M over S on the jersey, on the chest, yeah, yeah. So the pinstripe, they aren't. They don't do have. They have a, a, do they wear the classic pinstri- white that not, much? They're not pinstripes anymore. They just they're just white. No, they, they have a pinstripe on with the M over S. They they have had it. I don't think they. I don't think they've, they've worn it this year. Have they? Yeah. All right. Well, then that's the one. Then yes, the the the, the pinstripe. Yeah. Okay, mine is. Going, I bet you're going maroon eighty five. It will either one of the eighty fives. Okay, but the state script, the state script is it's, right up there with it. It's good, very good. Uh, the ginger beard man asked us. We enjoyed the nineties music discussion last week. Please rank these staples of the Starkville music scene during the same time period: Charlie Mars, Law of Nature, Blue Mountain, The Breakfast Club, and Super T. To the breakfast this is club. this is your this is this is, my, this my is right down your alley. So Breakfast Club has to be a little different because they they're an '80s cover band. The rest of these are actually like playing original music. Um, so I, Breakfast Club is like the Molly Ringwalds. Yes, yes, okay, very much. Also, special shout outs here uh, to Zoso, the Led Zeppelin tribute band. Which yes, I have awesome. seen them. They're I have really seen good. them. And then a special shout out to my friends in Rag Magnolia, who were one of my favorite bands back in the day, and of course some good friends of mine. Uh, to me, Law of Nature is number one because uh, I mean they're they're still sort of around, uh, and I think th- they are the ones that more more people often than not on a Thursday night were trying to go see. Uh, I would probably go Charlie Mars two, Blue Mountain three, and Super T four. Also, shout out to Jacko Pierce. We'll put them on the list as well. Yeah, Zozo is. The only one watch. that I that I really like. The first time know. I saw them, I was convinced that they were lip sync. I was convinced. I remember seeing when I was in school, we go to the state theater. I remember seeing a Rolling Stones. I think it was the Rolling Stones. Sticky Fingers. Was that was that mm-hmm. their name? Mm-hmm. And then there was a Dave Matthews tribute band that was awesome. That one I haven't seen. But they they played everything Dave Matthews and were like perfect. And they used to come. I don't, I'm not sure where they were from, but they were awesome. I'm trying to think who we else need more tribute bands. Well, I agree. I agree. I'm trying to think who else would have been on the Starkville music. Like we need a little Colonel uh, Bruce uh, Hampton and the Fiji Mariners mentioning begin mentioned as well. Not a lot of great bands back in the day. Uh, did y'all have? Did y'all have? Uh, was uh, the Spunk Monkeys big back then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I saw the Spunk Monkeys. Yeah. Spunk yeah. Monkeys were were prom high school yeah. dance yeah. guys. 
Then you had, you know, obviously you have U.S. We're still. Yeah, so my God. Right. They've been around since literally and the then 80s. Probably. One of my favorite cover bands was Splendid Chaos because they played a little heavier. So I, I, I liked when they were at Rick's, you could usually find me at Rick's those days. There's some good bands coming yeah, through, man. For sure. For sure. Law of Nature, number one, though. Well, uh, what did Law of Nature play? I mean, they played their they played originals. So it's like what like what kind of genre were they? They were rock. It's like an alternative. Like I mean, they had a female lead singer and a great guitar player named Chapman Welch. He, I mean, a really, really legitimately good guitar player. Um, and they, I mean, they, it was sort of like I'm trying to think of like a band you could compare them to. Not really like the Cranberries or anything like that. They weren't like harmonic like that. But, Do you have to let it linger? Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to think of like. Somebody, I, I can't think of a, a good comp for them. So I'll send you a couple of their songs. They're on Spotify. All right, let's All move right. on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. This weekend's coming up. You're going to fire up the grill, throw some beef on it. Steaks, burgers, always a pleasant surprise. But hey, why not go big time? Get a tri-tip, get a picanha, or throw a whole brisket on there. Beef prices right now, they're good. They're affordable. And the best part is, it's awesome. Everybody wants red meat. That's 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 the one to get. So this weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats over in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. And I'll be honest with you, I've got a hankering for it. I might actually go over there today. I might just I might just have to go by myself. A little hankering. I got I got. I'm jonesing for it. I got, I got the shakes here. I need, I need a chicken chipotle taco. Stat. Make it happen. So, if you're in Starkville and you don't have two brothers on your to-do list, well, I'm not really sure you're in Starkville. I'm not sure that you're here or not. So, next time you're here, make sure you make a trip over to the home of Smoked Southern Soul Food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. Advantage Business Systems delivers it to you and has done so for a long, long time, 48 years. They've got the receipts. They, they they got the proof that they've been taking care of their customers. Nobody stays open that long unless they do. When you need technology for your business, laptops, copiers, printers, computers, whatever it is, you call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you do need service, you call them right back. No overseas call centers, no out-of-state consultants, just your native neighborly Mississippians just like you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. That's the one you want to look at. The best polos and pullovers in the state of Mississippi. The logos you want. Great name brands and top quality service from one of the South's top men's clothing stores. And also, don't forget, when you shop at the Rogue, you support the Bulldog Initiative and Bulldog NIL Athletes through their efforts. So you feel good about spending the money you spend when you head to the Rogue. Shop at the Rogue in Jackson or shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Robbie, I have to you weren't on yesterday's show. So I gotta read this again so that you get the full gravity of what we're about to talk about about what's going on at Dolce. So Dolce now open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 8 a.m. for breakfast. They've got coffee, they've got bagels and breakfast sandwiches. I want you to hear this now. The Junction Breakfast Sandwich. Are you ready? Mm. Cream cheese, bacon, raspberry jam on a cinnamon sugar buttered sourdough bread, grilled and topped with powdered sugar. 
Yikes. In I a mean, good way. In the best possible way. Is that I, I'm just I'm telling you right now, I, I I'm I'm gonna have to uh, make an appearance at, at Dolce to get one of these. I just don't see how it's not going to happen. Um that said, breakfast great at Dolce, and then of course during the afternoon, if you want a sweet treat, stop by there and pick up a cup of their outstanding gelato. It's the place where Starville satisfies its sweet tooth. It's Dolce at 509 University Drive. All right, Ford Polk, what is your favorite Mississippi State music tradition? I think mine is a tie between running out of the tunnel for whom the bell tolls or Friday night baseball wins when they play Celebration by Cool in the Game. Is it only on Friday? No, it's it's after like every game. After every game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and like every sport. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't really have one. Yeah. I, well, I just definitely not Don't Stop Believing. I like the new song, but I mean, it's just one year in. So uh, I, I do like For Whom the Bell Tolls. For, for Whom the Bell Tolls is great. Awesome. Yeah. And Mississippi State should definitely have embraced that years earlier than they did, for sure. Uh, when I was a kid, it was the Dog Pound Rock. Yes, yes. Also from Ford, do you eat the hamburger one side to the other, or do you eat in a circle and save the middle part for the last bite? I'm a circle. Really? Mm-hmm. I am a side-to-side guy. I like for there to be like the last bite to have a pickle on it, and all of the whatever condiments are on it, and it's like soaked into the burger at that point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sheldon Nations wants to know what other podcasts do you routinely listen to? Um, I listen to a bunch of wrestling and true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen. I listen to uh, Conan's podcast, Conan and Disco Inferno, um, Jim Ross, Chris mm-hmm. Jericho, um, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, and then I listen to. Like a lot of the true crime stuff, um, Piketon massacres. Mm-hmm. I listen to that. Um, I listen to uh, American History Tellers is really good. Okay. Um, American Scandal is really good. Mm-hmm. Just for like you know history podcasts. Um, the show called Killer Psyche. I just, I so what I'm li- listening, what I'm hearing here is you listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to podcasts every time I'm riding down the road for the most part. Uh, when I'm doing things in the yard or over at the house, I'm, I'm listening to podcasts every morning when I wake up. Um, I listen to it for a little bit. So, yeah. Oh, I and I, and I, and I started listening to, um, a Boy Meets World rewrite we rewatch podcast with the cast. Okay, with, T- with Topanga, Eric, and Sean. Yeah, and I listen to a Smallville rewatch podcast. So I have like uh, fifty podcasts on my feed right now. I don't listen to that many podcasts. I don't travel as much as you do. So, like the main one I listen to is the rewatchables. That that's my favorite one. If I had to pick one, so. Other than there you that, go. I don't really have one. So. Uh, let's see here. Chase, who has been the biggest surprise on the men and women's teams this year? Who do you take things taking the biggest step forward next season? So you'll start with the women, Robbie. Who, who what's your answer there? 
the biggest surprise, um, Alana Smith is up there for me. I mean, she's had some really big games that I wasn't really expecting out of her. Um, you know, Jaquela Jordan doesn't surprise me at all. She was good last year. And then we know Jessica Carter, what she's capable of. But, you know, Alana Smith has been kind of a pleasant surprise for me. Mm-hmm. Um, who could take the biggest step forward next year? Debrisha Poe. Yeah. She's kind of hit a little bit of a freshman wall, I think, mm-hmm. but still was named the all-freshman team. And, you know, she's got all the potential. I think she's one of those that she could take a huge step next year. Okay. I think she's got a chance to be really good. So the men, the biggest surprise, probably how, how good Shaq Moore has been down the stretch. Um, you know How important he's been. Yeah, I, I wasn't really sure what to expect of him. Coming back this year, you know, I, I thought he was – Really disappointing a season ago, but I think everybody was. Now that you think about it, and then who could take the biggest step next year? Yeah, that's the thing. That's such a veteran team. I don't really know who that guy might be. Um, I think it might be Sean Jones, though. He he seems to be just getting better and better. Now he, they're gonna have to put him on scholarship. They got to find a scholarship for that kid. But once they do that, I think he he's a guy who could become a, a big time player for Mississippi State. Um. Mark Burleson says, can we talk about how clutch Cam Matthews has become free, shooting free throws? Two years ago, opponents would foul him on purpose to win games. He was the worst free throw shooter in America when he was a freshman. Could not make free throws. Couldn't make shots. Now he is, I think in the month of eight, of February, he finished something like 33 of 39 for free throws. Yeah. Very yeah, impressive. he's been he's been outstanding. Yeah. Uh, Alexandra Watson says, listening to your ad read for Restaurant Tyler about the sweet potato cornbread reminded me about the sweet potato biscuit I had last week that my uncle made. Think you could talk them into offering these so you wouldn't have to eat cornbread. So I got to be totally honest here. I'm not a big sweet potato guy. I like the sweet potato cornbread, but it's not like I like sweet potatoes. I don't know that I would like a sweet potato biscuit. I just want like a nice, normal buttermilk biscuit. Yeah, just keep the biscuit alone. Yeah. No, the piece of cornbread it needs a little help. Yeah. I'll try well, the sweet potato biscuit, but I don't know that it's going to be, you know, be able to replace just good old fashioned buttermilk biscuit. That's right. Yeah. I just had a biscuit uh, earlier. I know. Right when, I, right, right when we came on the air. It was outstanding. Yeah. Matt Black says since I've opted out of the baseball season, not watching or keeping up with games on Twitter, the Diamond Dogs are 2 and 0. So since that, it means they're 3 and 0 since this, because this, this was sent yesterday before the Southern game. It's obvious what I must do the rest of the season. What should I do with my tickets for the games in Biloxi? You should sell them. Yeah, especially with you know ticket prices being what they are right now. I mean, you gotta get go get your money, kid. Yeah. Uh, the Maroon Mike podcast says it's been reported that Chris, that Josh Hubbard, been released from his NLI. What does Chris Jans have to do to make that happen? Just wait. Yeah. And it feels I mean, like that's, that's a done. That's going to be happening. Yeah, unless something changes. Yeah, it would be it would be sort of weird at this point. It feels like it feels like that's trending that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, Tucker Medlin says, "Y'all have talked about how recruits with drama between State and Ole Miss typically don't pan out. Does Josh Hubbard fit in that category? First off, this is all one way traffic. It's always the ones who were going to go to State and flip to Ole Miss that are problems." Yes. 
so how M- Mississippi about- State, yeah, that that's the weird thing is like states had some players that are, dr- I would call drama players with Ole Miss that have been that have had good careers. Yeah, I mean like Leo. It's Lewis just been the first one that comes to mind. He had a, a pretty good career at Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, and some people would say he's a bust, but he was like freshman All American, I think. Started for four yeah. years. Yeah. He wasn't great, but yeah. he wasn't a complete bust. He actually I've played always thought if, if the NCAA stuff doesn't happen, he might have had a better career. I think it affected him. And I mean, how yeah, because he was really good as a freshman. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, nothing to remember that's, Hubbard. That's the trend. I wouldn't say this is drama, right? I mean, he committed to Ole Miss. They fired the coach. He wants to go somewhere else. I mean, that's not that's not real drama to me, right? So, um, yeah, he wasn't a drama guy. I mean, he took he took two official visits to both schools, <laughs> handled his process well. He just wanted to go to Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, can you put to bed the Chris Jans's leaving rumors started by a certain school to the north? What I would say about those rumors is let's let's just be smart. Could Chris Jans leave Mississippi State for another job? Sure. If Kentucky calls him, he's going to go. If Louisville calls him, he'll probably go. But if Wichita State is your choice, then no, he's not going anywhere. It's just the dull. The weird thing about this is it started by, I don't know if it started by it, but it's agitated by people that are in Ole Miss's media. Yeah. Which is always strange to me. We see a lot of things from a certain person that he puts on a message board out there and and feels very strong about it. Mm-hmm. And he's batting like 30%. Yeah. And nobody calls him out. You know, John Sokoloff has, you know, his world turned upside down because he tweets something. And when the same things are being said by someone else on a message board, mm-hmm. that gets a pass. Right. And that person, by the way, also said that Lane Kiffin was going to Auburn, but nobody talks about that. They just go after John. Right. That that I'm always bothers me. It's there's nothing, there's no consistency there. This this guy shouldn't be able to say these things behind a message board post, and that be treated like nothing when John gets, you know, attacked on Twitter and at the yeah. game for saying basically the same thing. I agree. So if Chris James doesn't doesn't go to Wichita State, what I'm saying is this person should answer for that just as much as John does for right saying something about Kevin going to Auburn. Last one from Tucker: Did Arnett offer Bobo the offensive coordinator job? I saw some UGA outlets saying that's a reason for UGA fans support Bobo. I don't believe that that offer was ever made. No. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very torn on that. I don't think it was offered. I don't know if it was offered or not, but that the smoke was very thick that day. All right. Moving forward here. Just trying to find and see if we have any more questions. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through all these. uh, Because now we're getting into, like, stuff where I tweeted and people are replying to. Uh, If From Reed Green, if Mississippi State were to be an 8-9 seed, what projected – Number one seed between Bama, Purdue, Houston, and Kansas gives states the best chance to pull the upset based on matchups. I don't think they would match them up with Alabama like in the first weekend. I don't think that would happen. But if they did, I mean, state has played Alabama twice and played them tough. That would be mm-hmm. an interesting one. Um, probably Purdue is the answer. And just to have the Robbie Donahoe Bowl would be fun. 
You want it just because of the Robbie Dono? I do. I do. Background. He would be he would be crushed and happy at the same time. <laughs> and then uh, that's it. All right, we're out. We're done. Call it a day. All right. You guys have a great Thursday. Robbie and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll preview Mississippi State Vanderbilt. We'll preview the Frisco Classic and what we can expect to see from Mississippi State baseball. Uh, and also, then looking ahead to next week, guys, we got spring practice starts on Tuesday. It's time to start doing some positional breakdowns uh, for Mississippi State football. So a lot of fun there. Have a great uh, Thursday, Robbie. I'll be back with you on Friday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.